You know, you spend so much time sitting at a desk. Maybe you should think about standing at a desk. (laughs) That is so true. I am actually really excited about Uplift Desk. You get to choose so many things like the color of the desktop, the size of the desktop, and they have so many standing desks. I move around all day to get all the different things done between the podcast and real job, etc. So this Uplift Standing Desk, super excited about. And we should also point out if you've never used a standing desk, they move so you don't have to always stand. In fact, they recommend that you should spend about 45 minutes of every hour standing, 15 minutes sitting, because if you spend too much time, you'll strain your back. I also love the fact that they include free shipping. They have free a warranty, a 15-year warranty, not to mention accessories with your desk purchase. And don't worry, they don't wobble. It's completely stable. It's built to last, and you can tell with a 15-year warranty. If you want to look into yours, go to upliftdesk.com slash TCO. You're going to get 5% off your order. That's up L I F T desk.com slash TCO to get 5% off your entire order. I see so many people saying, you know, who's the best instructor and this and that. And actually my friend down the street just bought the bike and she posted on her personal page, like who's the best instructor. And I just, people recommend, you know, I'm, this is someone I've been friends with for a million years. And I was like, okay, ignore what everyone else said. You're going to love Christine. Like you have to, Find the one that's right for your personality. And, you know, when you ask and you get 700 different opinions, it's because it's because there is no best instructor. So I tell any new person who asks to take the all for one rides and runs and strengths. And, and it's such a nice intro to give you a sense of the different people. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 263. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hello. You are COVID free. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. You've made it past the quarantine. You didn't end up on a on an incubator, was it? <laughs> Not an incubator. Uh, well, they incubate you. No, I think they intubate you. Oh, didn't end up on an intubator. <laughs> I did not. Thank goodness. Yes. Again, very grateful for my vaccine and booster. So. Absolutely. <laughs> but we still have our own issues at the house, medically mm-hmm. speaking, because my son had his wisdom teeth out and uh, whew. Uh, so, yeah, guess what? Not everyone is okay with anesthesia. Yeah. And some people are very emotional. Yeah. He wasn't in danger or anything. But Not at all. Yeah. But like. We were yeah, dealing yeah. with his emotions. <laughs> yes. He was very. Like, <laughs> yes. I think you summed it up best. And I'm quoting you. So nobody yeah, get mad at me. I was about to say it. So you go ahead. Yeah. That you were like, you're getting a window into what PMS feels like. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what's PMS? Yeah. I was like, oh, my word. Yes. So <laughs> if we were worried about him being sexually active, we have our answer. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't worried. <laughs> Nor was I. So uh, what do I always say? Raising a nerd is the best way to prevent teenage pregnancy. So That's true. Worked for me. <laughs> So we should also talk about our guest this week. Very yeah, exciting. Yeah, Marcy 
Rosenstein. Yes, we're getting an inside look at the reopening of the Peloton studio. She was boots on the ground or spin shoes on the (laughs) ground on the pedals in the air. She was there. She was there. The very first class that opened this week. And she walks us through every single detail. All of your questions answered. We have all of the details. Yes. And I believe we should already have there. She sent us a slight correction that you wanted to address. Oh, do you want to go into that now? Yeah, okay. I thought we might as well because we, we're we not going to talk about it until the interview, which we've already taped. So we should probably just address it here. Okay. Well, two things. One, it has been reported in many of the articles that came out when they had the press in. Peloton had the press in. Mm-hmm. That classes are going to be offered Thursday through Sunday. However, it has been updated Friday through Sunday, Peloton Studio sent an update. They had told everybody in person Thursday through Sunday. And since then, they have sent out an email saying, just kidding, Whoops. Friday through Sunday. So just to repeat, June and July, every Friday. After that, when they have a real opening, it will be Friday through Sunday. There are always going to be days they do not have people in class. I want to make sure I say that more than once because yes. people do not hear all of the things. So spread it around. You guys hear it. Now you take that and spread it to everybody yes. you know. And so, then also say that you heard it on the clip out and include a link yeah that'd be great (laughs) (laughs) also i've had a lot of people asking about what is the covid policy so you have a high tech temperature check at the entrance if you want to ride without a mask you have to be fully vaccinated and you have to show a negative pcr within 72 hours excuse me fully vaccinated or show a negative pcr within 72 hours gotcha so that is that awesome well that is all good information to have that didn't get addressed or at the time was correct but is no longer so mm-hmm. so there now you know but she would other than that have all the info that you've been wanting to know what it was like on opening day yeah ta-da so yes. uh, besides all that what do you have in store for people this week uh we're going to talk to john mills about a crazy old silly rumor you can tell my stance on it yes uh going around uh we're going to talk about the stock market price of peloton or lack thereof yeah that too <laughs> uh and then the instructors have like a billion things happening like they do every week there's some really really fun updates though so i want you guys to make sure you listen close because there's some fun ones also there's just some neat things going on with peloton things that are changing within the app you want to listen up for that and then we have a visit from angelo we're going to talk about late night snacking how to curb it and uh, we have a visit from dr jen and she talks about how to shake up your workout routine and make sure you're getting all of the different things and not just the cycling not just the running mix it up gotcha and yeah the angelo statement was very informative for me because i thought curbing late night snacking <laughs> was like going to the drive-thru so <laughs> yeah we redefined that yeah so, so or correctly defined that probably <laughs> yeah it so, was definitely correctly so uh before we get to all that shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple podcast spotify google podcast all the places you can find us while you're there be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode You can also leave us a review if you would be so kind. That's always helpful. You can also now find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the clip out while you're there. You can sign up for our Patreon memberships. You can get these episodes completely ad free. And I know people have been wanting that. So it is now available for as little as five bucks a month. You can get them ad free. So uh, if you want to spend a little bit more, there's also bonus content that will be made available to you over time. So also you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, sign up for our mailing list at the And finally, you can watch all these episodes at youtube.com slash the clip out so there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall 
Run, lift, and live with John Mills. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube, it's John Mills from Run, Lift, Live. Hey, John, how's it going? How's it going? Oh, brought the energy. Ooh, got ready. the energy and yeah, the ready. shirt. Ready Ooh, he's ready. <laughs> yeah, got the shirt. We're all ready. We're all ready. Yeah, you know, got some good news today. It was, it was crazy. The, oh. the museum hit me up and they were like, John, we're moving your uh, your lecture this Sunday to a different room. A bigger room? And I'm like, really? Yeah. Oh. Like, it's kind of a, um, the, the home is a historical home where George Washington stayed. It's like a, a home. Okay. And so, and so it's all, it's the museum is kind of a part of that. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about moving us out to the barn that's associated with that home that they use as a lecture hall as well. Wow. Okay. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Like when you hear, For, when, yeah. you, when, when you, you say s- barn, right. it's out like, of context, mm. it sounds like, we're moving <laughs> you to the barn. barn. is actually kind of good. Yeah. We're moving you to the barn. Right. It's like, wait a second. Let's <laughs> step over the pigs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a bigger space and it's like, it's not yeah. like a barn like you picture in the 1850s. It's like a it no. nicely furnished barn. Yeah, like, they've set it up into like a, you know, a meeting conference. Type gotcha. Facility. Okay. 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 But, okay. Good. Uh, but it's a bigger space because yeah. of the number of people. That That's awesome. Well, congrats. Congrats, John. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, I'm all excited. Kind of cool. Yeah, That's awesome. You you're going to do so great. You just, just pretend you're just talking to people you talk to every day. You'll be fine. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, it'll be good. I'm ready. To, I'm excited. We just need to figure out a way for like you to get the money when there's a movie deal. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to make a movie out of this. So yeah. it's got to be you that gets the so. money for it. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? That would be cool. I hope they do something about, you know, they, they need to. This story is crazy. It oh, is wow. crazy. Yeah. Way, I it found is. another person at the location where this individual is buried. And uh, that individual is a civil war. Now, this person I'm going to be talking about is a Revolutionary War vet. I found another person that's buried there who's a civil war vet. And I found his family. You found his family. It's crazy. I found his family. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So it, it, it's getting deeper and deeper. It's pretty cool. So wow. I think they'll be excited to hear about it this Sunday. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I hope that everything goes well for you. I hope that there are no like technological issues. Everything goes smoothly. Right. I hope it's yes. a full standing room only barn. <laughs> yes. And, and no pigs or nothing. No, yeah. no. No. Yeah. No, no, like that. no farm animals in the barn or nothing like that. Right. No. Just John. Just John yes. and all the people that you're educating. Maybe, <laughs> maybe right. a baby shark. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Right. Well, maybe that. Yes. That's right. What are you wearing? <laughs> does Does Erica have you already dressed up? Does she know what you're wearing? I'm just kidding. Uh, probably. But I haven't <laughs> talked to her about it, but probably. She's got your outfit all you out know. and pressed, ready to go. It's likely. It's likely. <laughs> Chris no. would never let me dress myself for something like oh, that. Oh, God, no. No. I would, no. yeah. Yeah. I would have a hand in that. Yes. As right. well, you should. <laughs> <laughs> so I just assumed you were the same way, John. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when I attempt myself she, to do it myself, and, and she ensures to let me know that I did not do that correctly again, and then she corrects me. That's right. She's like, well, that was adorable, but no. (laughs) That was a great effort. (laughs) Great effort, John. (laughs) I was like, but I picked out one of my dressy classic graphic tees. Yeah. No such luck. No. (laughs) It's always the opposite. I'm like, this matches right. And she's like, no. No. Or I'll go, 
this doesn't match at all. And she'll go, yeah, that, that matches. It's always the opposite. <laughs> it's, I've been saying this for years. We need granimals for adults. <laughs> it's true. Like, exactly. Granimals were amazing. I don't know why they yeah. stopped when, for like at age seven. Because they assumed you grew up and figured <laughs> it out. They thought wrong. And I promise you, we will get lots of feedback from other adult males that are like, yes, dear God, right. please give us granimals. So, but... But then, like, I'm a giant nerd, right? So then I'm holding up a granimal, and I'm like, right. well, this has a lion, and this has a tiger, and they're different animals, but they're both <laughs> in the same species. They're both cats, and so... I, <laughs> I now would, you know too much. I would still struggle. <laughs> I would still I would still find a wow. way to overthink it. Oh, <laughs> these, are, these are things he actually spends time thinking about. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a... It's, it's a sickness <laughs> so, moving. let's get to why john's here yes moving into peloton proper so there uh you posted this in, uh, in over and run left and live earlier in the week but connect the watts had an article about yeah. disappearing rower posts and what does that mean dun dun dun. Dun, dun dun well i get what he was trying to get at Clicks. i don't know if i'll buy the whole thing but i get where he's going so he's going I, he's saying, I noticed that there were these posts on Twitter and this other one on Instagram that Peloton had placed there about the rower and those two locations, those two specific posts no longer exist. And so since, and you know, there are other things that do exist, but since those two don't exist, the thought is, have they turned away from the rower and thus maybe there is no more rower. Maybe Uncle Barry was like, you know what? We already said we're going to focus on content. So why are we talking about hardware if we're focusing on content? So I think he's kind of using that statement we know came from Uncle Barry and the idea that these two things have vanished to kind of question the narrative, you know, question the idea that there is a rower. Maybe there isn't any. That's basically what it is. Yeah, I would think you we so need to see. I in my group just to kind of pose the same question. Sure. I would think we would need to see more than, we would need to see like everything gone to really be right. yeah. concerned, right? Because there there are still mentions out there. And and I, I mean, I understand Peloton has not been 100% perfect now or You, you ever. know, given some of their past social media posts that we've seen, is it possible that they had misspelled rower and <laughs> decided to take it down? <laughs> But it I could just, be any, that, it could be that. Could I just don't believe that they would have made such a huge deal about this yeah. being for homecoming and then just quietly tank it. I just, I don't believe that. Plus, we know that they were close. We know, right. like we know through right. all of the sources. And so at this point, it would actually cost them money to scrap it because Things have been made like things have right. been made. So I am just not buying this in any way, shape or form. And I think it's it's just getting people riled up for no reason. That's my that's my opinion. Yeah. I think they got this one. Wrong. I love the conversation. I love the conversation that came from it. It was like a lot of fun. Like, as you can see in the image, like you see the Peloton P down there. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's a cue. Maybe, it's not a cue. <laughs> maybe, maybe they were just telling us that the content was coming. Um, and so like, we've been having a lot of fun with the, the dialogue, but I'm with you. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's accurate or not. And plus to the same point you made, it's like other people going, if we have been talking about this for all these years, and then there's an announcement at homecoming just a couple months ago for it to end in this 
everybody's struggling to believe that. Yeah, I think that like even if they saw some research now that they thought, oh, maybe this isn't going to be the panacea we thought it was. I would think it the blowback for pulling the plug on it at this point too big would especially because Barry can't even blame it on the last regime at this point because they they announced it. On, at the his. Home, right. on his homecoming watch, right? right. So, if right. He, and it's only been a few weeks. So, I, I just and the other thing, if they were gonna, they were, if they were gonna, you know, erase from memory the rower, we've seen Peloton delete <laughs> things before, right? If they wanted to get rid of the rower, they would have treated that rower like it was sending unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> and be, we know how that goes. We know <laughs> how that goes. We have I seen mean, that's a We have. Before. We have. And we not only saw the dick pics, but we saw that it, everything, all mention was scrubbed. Overnight. There was, and oh, it, yeah. it happened so fast. Yeah. So, like, there is no yeah. way yeah. that this would, that, that any mention of it yeah. would, would last yeah it would be gone i i totally agree but i do want to point out since we're looking at the photo uh for people who uh, are watching the youtube video do you see on the bottom the little foot that i've been talking about that's why i think that this uh rower does stand up on its end you see the little oh yeah yeah. the little pedestal foot uh, like where the string goes in on the back side that's why i think it tips up the monitor yep that's why i think it tips up on its side right there that makes sense yeah that would be interesting it would yes so there, everyone can calm down. But <laughs> if people want to be freaked out about something, I guess we could talk about. Uh, <laughs> oh. We got we got plenty to freak oh, out man. about. Yes, you can you can now get a share oh, yeah. of Peloton for oh, roughly man. the price of a twelve pack of Coke Zero. <laughs> oh, how can you know what I mean? Yeah, they're selling shares at the dollar store. Oh, yeah, I know. it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. Yeah, the conversation about it. I mean, you know, you understand that inflation. And just the overall market, this has been happening. It's not, it really isn't just Peloton. No. And so there's that factor. But I don't know that it matters, though, right? So since since Uncle Barry's been around, look what we've lost close to, or maybe $20 a share, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, know it's, it's only been a little bit of time, but I mean, he's the one at the top, right? So at some point, I mean... Is Uncle Barry, right? At some point, it's on him. It, yeah. yeah. It's like the when there's a new there, president, right? like, yeah. you know, in February, like, it's not really that guy's fault. But, you know, right. by February of the following year, well, like, yeah, you got to own some of that. So, so, so <laughs> okay, okay, I got a new theory. In, okay, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, John. You finish your thought and then I'll say my theory. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say now I'm interested. You know, his dialogue to date has been. Yeah, those people, you know, they didn't know what they were doing. We hire some real people now. You know, that's been kind of the, you know, they they just were lost. I got some really people, good people now. Like that's been kind of his narrative. But okay, so now I'm interested in like the next few times he talked, is is it going to continue to be that? At some point, you got to own something and you got to talk to like why. And, you know, so we'll see. I'm interested in that now. That's a very fair point. I can't help but wonder. This is my theory. Do you think, do you guys think that maybe this was all an elaborate ruse by John Foley? He's brought in Barry and he's just sitting back there waiting. 
He's like, I'll just wait for them to ask me to come back. Like he knows, oh. he knows this is going to happen. Does that happen very often? No, that's I don't the, think I that mean, it does. I know I'm that, totally like, joking. Well, I mean, but I know it has happened, right? I know Howard Schultz came back to he did, to Starbucks, he did, yeah. And I know that Steve Jobs, like he was run out of Apple and then came back and completely saved the day. So like yep. it does, it does happen. But it, I I can't imagine it happens with a great degree of frequency. But I certainly don't. Pay attention right. to it. It's not a you know. It's not Batman. I don't think that it does. Yeah. I don't think that right. it does. And I was totally joking. Yeah. I don't. I don't really think he's sitting back there like. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still got a lot of these shares. Yeah. Right? Like he, he's not like. Ha ha! I showed you. No. And now I've lost millions of dollars. <laughs> he's like now I'm not even a millionaire. He went yeah. from a billionaire to a millionaire to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, for the people that don't have like you know all this money lost in it, like just for the folks. That might have been let go, and you know, yeah, and then they're being accused of being, you know, not as competent. Like, you, it does make you wonder if they're sitting at home going, <laughs> Now, who ain't competent? Yeah. yeah, I mean, are they sitting at home like, right? You know, there's got to be it people feeling that way. I, I don't, right. I don't think. Anytime a company lets people go, even under the absolute best circumstances, you know, there's going to be some people who are not happy about it. And so there is at least a contingent of people sitting at home, not happy that the stock is in the tank because they probably still have shares. But I think they're also they feel vindicated that they see we weren't the problem. You thought we were the problem. We're not the problem. So what do you think it takes to see? The stock even get back to IPO prices. Like, what what do you think the market's looking for? A non recession. Well, I think it's a broad. I, I think <laughs> the question is isn't one right now. Isn't one specific as much as specific to Peloton. Agreed. I think whatever that question is, it's more about a broader thing like the economy or right. like it's it's more it's about something much bigger than I think Peloton. I think whatever that is, when that turns, then I think they will start moving back towards IPO prices. Like today, they were up nearly 6%. And then after market, they were like up another 1%. But so was everybody because the Fed raised interest rates right. almost a point, right? And and then it gave some level of confidence that somebody's in control. So then everybody got excited for a couple of seconds. I'm sure it'll go back down tomorrow. But they, <laughs> they, they got excited for a couple of seconds, right? right? And so, and you saw it in Peloton as well with as with everybody. And so I think, I think that, whatever that is, I think that is what, yeah. Is when we'll see it start going back there. So it could be a while. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a while. That, that, that could be a minute. You know, yeah. you know, what's interesting right. is we haven't heard from uh, what's his face. The guy that's like going around trying to get. Peloton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those oh, guys. Yeah. We haven't heard from them yeah. for a minute. So I don't know if right. they're over there like uh, making a big noise over at somebody else's company right now. They're too busy, right. you know, or if it's just. They're they're quote unquote happy with how things are, or maybe they just do this at earnings calls. I don't know. Maybe they did a short sale and they're yeah. cool. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like right maybe on. the rest of the like like the rest of the market, everybody's down and they broke too, so they ain't got time to worry about Peloton no more. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got time. They ain't got enough money to be worried about this no more. <laughs> well, it'd be nice if know. we didn't have to hear from them anymore. But <laughs> that it would. <laughs> you know, but I think we we might. I think we might. But you know, it would be really awesome though if there was something really. I keep saying this. I don't know why I keep saying. Am I gullible? I can't, it'd be really awesome if we saw something new 
and innovative and exciting that then spark people's minds to go, wow, that company is pretty great again. Like, when's the last time that happened? I have heard I have heard that the rower will be expensive, but will have something super exciting about it. Uh, So that's going to be worth it. I I. It, I kind of besides that, I just I'm having trouble. It's got well, it's picturing. A, well, I'll just say the rower has a mister, and when you row, it actually sprays you with water, <laughs> so you feel like you're on the ocean. And you like you're like there, right? And, and I, here's I mean, another thing that that we've been we I'm gonna break the NDA. Rower plus, <laughs> it's salt, yeah. rower it's, plus, rower plus, it's rower salt water. Plus. Yeah. Rower Plus throws salt water at yes. you. Yes. Oh, this is crazy. Yeah. You heard it here right. first. You heard folks. it here first. <laughs> and if you step, and when you step off, if you get off too quick, you might get cut by some coral reef that's coming out it's underneath It's very the realistic. You like, also have to keep a mat around the rower because otherwise you're going to get sand everywhere. See, see, this is some innovative stuff. Mm. I'm ready now. I'm ready. Rower Plus Plus <laughs> sprays you with yeah, athletic oh, greens. <laughs> So you just get a blast of of energy juice <laughs> right down your gullet as you're rowing. Plus, plus. Yes. Man. <laughs> I'm hoping, you know, but what, how innovative can you get? Not that I'm dissing ro- rowers. No, I, love, I know. I love yeah, the idea. I agree. I was but thinking the same how thing. How innovative can you get with a rower? I mean, the biggest of rowing, connected fitness rowing companies only got a couple hundred thousand subs. So, I mean... How far can this really take a company? I'm not I, I sure. Agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, I thought not, the same thing about rowers since day one. Tom like, has. He has always said that. I, I have to give him credit for that. I. It's not that I don't think that they can sell them. I just I just don't think it's going to be anything super exciting. Like, I know that people are saying that it is. and I know there's a lot of people that are excited about having a rower. But given that we've had to wait almost five years for the thing and... Who knows how much longer we still have to wait and the stock is in the tank and people are just kind of on this anti Peloton kick. I just I just don't know if it's going to be enough to break the break the mold. That's where I'm at. I don't know how unless it's like I mean, how many people probably a lot of people, but I'm wondering, like, how many people had no one had a connected fitness bike, but how many people had bikes in their home? I don't know if like. Peloton changed the perspective on indoor cycling. I think they may have, right? Just I think they did. I never considered it. Yeah. Think, now, right? and especially because they recreated the the spin class vibe in yeah. your home. The other, obviously, exercise bikes existed before, but but it wasn't the same as going to a, an instructor led class. Yeah. And and right. I, I, so, I think they they really made people feel like they were in the gym, and I think that was revolutionary. But now I don't know how you replicate that. I just don't know how you pull that off twice. That's where I'm at. Like maybe it's just like you know, again, layman John. I don't know if they had some way to take rowing, and there's something about it of what they produce or the content or something that innovates in a way that all of a sudden you have three million indoor connected fitness rowing machines versus the 200,000 that hydro has, you know, like all of a sudden it's a normal thing to have a rower. Like, so if that could happen, I guess now, yeah, you just, you just did something twice. Yeah. That just seems like, it doesn't seem like it's a device people gravitate to in the same way they do 
bikes and treads. And so I would right. say bikes. I would say people don't even I would say we're not even there with the tread. I don't think yeah, we're I mean, there. treads in general. I know. I know you. I, yeah. OK, I see what you're saying. Yeah. See, like, sorry. you know, yeah. Pe- people see the value of a treadmill and a lot of people use or own one, whether it's a Peloton one or not. But I, I don't know that rowers have that. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if they come up with cool enough content, you get people over the hump and then they just go ahead and say, well, then I'm going to get in the Peloton rower in the same way that that's what made him pull the trigger for the bike, right? Like it was the content that was so much better. The bike was almost ancillary right. in a lot of ways. That'd be cool. And, I, and I've heard some people say, well, no, John, you're not thinking about it right. All these people are paying dual subscriptions. So now they have the option to just like get rid of the hydro sure. subscription. They got one subscription and they got the bike and the rower. And I'm going, okay, like even if that happened, Peloton didn't gain another sub Right. right. They just sold a piece of the, equipment. That's only 200,000 people over there. So right. let's say they got 25% of them. What is this? I don't know. What did you get? And so, you don't even know that they bought the equipment, oh. actually, Tom, because they could just pop their iPad up there and take the class on their iPad. So that's true. Like I, some people might keep their rower, but just do it through the app. Yeah, if I had already bought a hydro, I probably would. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I wouldn't. I, I Who prob- are we kidding? Well, I do like to. Ha- yeah, I don't know. It's just like a you lot know. of work to sell things. It's a lot of work to like, I got to sell it. I got to show yeah. it. I got to yeah. get rid of it. I got to have it sent back. Like, yeah. ugh, I don't want to deal with all that. Just. Yeah. Just have it Which show is an up. issue that I have in my household with the Erica's trying to work with me on. Uh-huh. I never return anything because I never liked the hassle. <laughs> so there's be stuff I buy and, buy and the day I get it, I'm like, this isn't what I want. And there okay. it sits. I put it to I yeah, can't help you with guilt- that because we are terrible. We're we are the well. worst. Like we're bad. We're yeah. so awful. Like yeah. it just ends up at Goodwill eventually or wherever we take we're it. Just like, like we we're just, just want like, the room back. Yeah, we just right. Yeah, you can get some good stuff yeah. out of our house because we just yeah. we just give up. I bought this like I, I bought this. What what are those things? Those things that fly and give you like aerial drone? photos. A drone? What is that? A drone. drone. So I bought a drone. But I went all cheapo drone because I just wanted to take one picture over this one site to compare with the other thing. That was all I wanted it for. Yeah. And when I got it, it was so it was crazy. It was too cheapo. It was too hard to control. Yeah. So I got home and I just said it to side. I was like, well, yeah, it didn't work. I don't need that photo anywhere. And I put it over here like. <laughs> and then Eric was like, oh, no, <laughs> we're, we're taking that back right now. Right now. Like we, she had, she would not leave until I took it apart, put it back in the box. <laughs> we need an Erica at our house. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna whip us in the shape. We do. Because yeah. man, I mean, I, I see I respect that of her. I really do. I think that's really smart. And you have much less She was just tired of me. Yeah. She just got tired of me keeping stuff. That's well, we need someone to be just, tired it, of it, us. She hit that breaking point. Oh, they are. That they was are. the breaking point. It was right there. <laughs> <laughs> The broker, the drone broker. (laughs) Awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for joining us. Until next week, where can people find you? Besides the return line at Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) I think he shops at Target. Sorry. (laughs) Didn't mean to cast a spurs. You can find me in my Facebook group or page, Run, Lift, and Live. They can, you can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live. You can find me on the Tickety Talk, Run, Lift, and Live. Or you can find me at runliftandlive.com. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you so you. much. <laughs> you know what people love to do? What's that? Eat. But you know what? <laughs> 
they maybe hate to do or don't have time to do cook cook yeah some people love to cook i'm not one of those people and i really like when we are able to find something amazing like factor whenever i checked into factor i got a box of keto for you okay and i got the calorie smart for me uh because i know that meat is the focus of your meal that it is and for me i'm like i want to try all the things so as long as it's healthy I'm good. It can be any kind. But the nice thing is these are like two minute meals. You fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals and they're ready to heat and eat whenever you are. And you know what? We even did the math. The Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every single meal is dietitian approved. It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily. No prep, no mess meals. Head to factormeals.com slash TCO50 and use code TCO50 to get 50% off. That's code TCO50 at factormeals.com slash TCO50 to get 50% off. Getting this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen or her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. And she's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hi. Hello. Good to see you guys. You too. I'm I'm going to jump right in. Uh, I, I know you're going to have lots to say about this one. Uh, this one comes oh. from Ginger. Okay, I'm going to try to say this right. Purpura Emig. Um, and Ginger, she is looking for exercise variety because she has such a routine and she doesn't do all the workouts she wants to. She sticks only to cycling and yoga. Okay. And does she say how many days a week she works out? She doesn't. When I hear such a routine, I feel like minimum five, probably six. Yeah. And and look, here's what I would recommend for her. She does need to spice it up. She needs to kind of add some variety, add some change to it and keep what's working. Keep the cycling, keep the yoga. Right. But add in, you know, some outdoor walks, add in, you know, what I would recommend is for her to have maybe one day a week where she forces herself to do one class that she has never done. You know, whether it is one of the new boxing classes or a bar class or Pilates or maybe a different kind of yoga, maybe a power yoga instead of a, you know, slow yoga. But to really to look at kind of what has she not done and mix it up. I would also recommend that she look at kind of her body parts and kind of go, okay, what part of my body am I not working in? And now Peloton has, you know, that kind of the guide where you can look at like what part is all lit up. It's your tush, your legs. Okay. You do work your arms, that kind of thing. We call him, we call him little guy front and back. Little guy front and back. (laughs) Yeah. You can look at little guy front and back, or you can even just kind of do an assessment. Okay. If you're just doing yoga and spinning, you're probably doing a lot more lower body. You may want to start to add in some upper body weights, some weight classes, either the heavier weights or on your bike at the end of your bike to be doing the light weights class. I mean, tune day will kill you. Mm -hmm. Like her, her light weights, even like for me, three pound weights, it's usually like nothing for me. I'm like, 
burning <laughs> with her with her classes, or to even shake up your spin class with an arms and intervals, one of the ones that has kind of quicker bike and then uh, arms, because there are some that are like four minutes of bike, three minutes of arms, four minutes of bike, three minutes, then where it goes back and forth much quicker, because even that will kind of shake things up. And then also, you know, try a lane break, try kind of, you know, you can watch Peloton homecoming while on your bike while cycling. You know, there's so many new and great options of scenic rides, you know, outdoor, all that sort of stuff, but, but really make a I would recommend making a new plan every, you know, three to six months max, where you make a new plan that covers new exercises, really rounds out your your plan. And if you are struggling to do it on your own, then consult with someone like Crystal, who is certified in training or some other trainer that you know, or who's in your, your community and make a plan because it can really help to have someone who kind of objectively sits and talks with you and then goes, hey, you know what? You really like this class and especially someone who knows Peloton like Crystal, but who can say like, oh, you know, you like yoga, you know, you will probably like this bar class. I took this class with Hannah and it reminded me a lot of the yoga class. So you might want to try this. Let's try adding this into your regimen, see whether you like it or not. And so that's really a good way to sort of shake things up. That's really good. I like that a lot. I will say Crystal has been a big proponent of lane break. I have. I love the lane break. It's so fun. And I still haven't tried it. Ah. Like, I really need to try it. You've spoken so highly of it. But like, to me, it it seems a little stressful. (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting. I... I think that could be true if you did it all the time, but I think it like uses your brain in a different way so that you feel motivated, not stressed. So, okay. but okay, I'll have to check it out. Everybody's from just different. watching you do it. It seems like it would almost distract you from the fact that you're working out because you're so focused on the task. Yeah, that, that is true. Cause there've been times, like when I work out, Tom talks to me all the time and I talk back, but when it's lane break, I can't, I'm like, no, don't, no, because I need yeah. to pay attention to the screen at all times because yeah, it see, switches so fast. <laughs> I, mean, I can't believe you can talk and work out. I mean, well, like, I mean I, it's like, like it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> for me, it's like it's so my sacred time. Like you've seen I have a, a, a sign on the doorway. You're like, do not talk to me unless the house is on fire. <laughs> someone is dying. We need to evacuate like. This is this is my job. Yeah, it's and when I say he talks to me all the time, it's not like a full conversation. It's like a question. So like but yeah. it happens pretty regularly when we are in the same room and it's we do it to each other. So it, but it's usually like quick so for each other. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just further proof of how perfect you are for each other. That's true. That's true. We are. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that delightful note, yes. until next time, where can people find you? Uh, all social media at Dr. Jen Mann, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. You can see all of my workouts on my Insta stories. And also you can find me in style magazine uh, online. I have a column called Hump Day with Dr. Jen. That's all advice. Wonderful. Instructors in the news. Robin Arzan, the actual Robin Arzan. <laughs> As opposed to the one we reported on a couple of weeks ago. Yes. That's a knockoff. The knockoff. Robin, Robin Arzan. Azon yes. is what they said. No, Robin Arzan. <laughs> 
uh, has a new book. She does. It's coming out in February, I believe, and it's called Strong Baby. This is a follow-up to Strong Mama. So it's her second children's book that she has done, and that's pretty cool for her. Absolutely. It's also by Little Brown Young Readers. That The last one was as well. That makes sense. It does, yeah. yeah. Use the same publisher. Sure. I mean, if it works. Maybe she's got like a three-book deal. It's going to be a trilogy. Well yeah. Does that mean there's going to be like Strong Baby number two? <laughs> that don't start that rumor. Strong Toddler. There we go. Okay. That, that one we can... We can deal with. Shoo. Sorry. You'll create a whole nightmare for us. Okay. <laughs> and while we're speaking of Robin Arzan, she also partnered up with Diff Eyewear. She did. Yeah. She has a couple of pairs of glasses that she is specifically in chart, like that she helped them create. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the name of them, but people were talking about how awesome they were. These are totally not my style. Uh, so I don't know how great or not great they are. But right. I think it's pretty cool that she's in the middle of freaking Times Square showing them off, showing yeah, her billboard off. Like, absolutely. that's awesome. Totally. Congrats to her. Lorena or Lahefa. Those are the two names of it. Gotcha. So Ross Rayburn and his husband had a uh, had a big weekend. Oh, my God, they did. I am so happy for them. They are like the most adorable couple ever. I thought we were the most adorable couple ever. Besides us. OK. They're the second most adorable. Now, honestly, Tom, they're more adorable than we are. Look yeah, at neither them. of us have won a Tony. <laughs> I know. So there's that. I know. Yeah. So, OK, well, we really didn't say other than the Tony. Yes. So if you guys don't know, Ross has a husband named Christopher and Christopher is the person who created the MJ, the musical. And there's a whole bunch of people that worked on it. But how incredible that they won a Tony for this. Absolutely. That's so cool. Very, very so cool. cool. Congrats to both of you guys. That's just an amazing achievement. Congrats to the whole team. Someday we're going to get to New York and we're going to get to watch this time. Absolutely. That's the goal. It is. Well and Good put out their change makers list for 2022. Did you see who was on it? Did you see? I did. Toon Day. Yeah. Toon Day is on this list. And she has done so much this year, obviously, with, uh, well, she's last couple of years. She's talked about things like the whenever we had all the the Black Lives Matter. She talked about the classes that whenever she had the speak up, she had those classes. And then this year she's done all these things with speak. She's had all these wonderful conversations with people about all kinds of different um, social issues. And uh, she's being recognized for that. And of course, for her book, like I don't want to forget her book. That's been a huge thing. So she's being recognized for all that she's done. She is a change maker. She really is. She is. I mean, that's that's, I mean, it's been two years. Most of us have been sitting at home gaining weight in the last (laughs) two years. Tunde has taken over the world and been a change maker. She absolutely has. That's amazing. Pop Sugar has an article about your favorite Peloton instructors discussing confidence, Britney Spears and dance hall beats. So there's there's Alex, Hannah Frankson, Aditi. And Cody, which one do you think covered Britney Spears? Um, let me guess. Cody. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that is not really a tough call. to Even I knew that. I was like, okay, you surely know this. Yes. Yes, I do. I was going to try to make a joke, and I was just like, it's just it's just Cody. There's not really a joke to make there. Of yeah, course there, it's Cody. There's some fun little nuggets in here, um, but it's great to see Hannah Frankson included and Aditi. Yeah, again, Aditi, she has been everywhere lately, so she that's has. awesome. And speaking of Aditi being everywhere, she was at the uh, New York Indian Film Festival. She was, yeah. And there was uh, around town, they showed a bunch of people who were at the Film Fest and they captured Aditi. 
Do you see her on there? There she is. Wait. No, that's no. not that's not her. I think she's at the bottom. There she is. She's in the lower right hand corner. Thank you. I found it. Oh, jeez. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, is she not in here? Because I really saw this earlier and my <laughs> were, mind told me. You were starting to second guess yourself. I was second guessing myself. I looked at too many articles today. But congrats to Aditi. That's really cool. She got spotted. Absolutely. And Kirsten Ferguson was on the Alley on the Run show. She was, yeah. April 7th, this one came out. I believe it was episode 505. So you can hear all about Kirsten and how she thinks about uh, being a tread instructor, which it was all positive. I'm just going to go ahead and give you a spoiler. <laughs> but uh, always a lot of fun hearing Ali interview an instructor. So very cool. And we should point out that uh, Callie Gullickson celebrated one year as a Peloton instructor. Yes. And then she celebrated it by running around in her apartment. Actually, she's showing a montage of all of her yeah, moments. Yeah, but the, the, last the year. running around when it was her when she found out she was going to be a Peloton instructor. Yeah. And yeah. it was Christmas back then. Yes. Man, I wonder if that was 2021. Guess it would have. Ha- Wait, I'm trying to do math. No, it was, no it, 2020. It would have been 20, Christmas of 2020 yeah. because then she's been there a year. So she found out at Christmas time of 2020. Yes. Yeah. Well, congrats to Callie. That's awesome. Happy anniversary. Peloton in the news. So the Just Workout feature is out of beta and is finally officially rolling out. Yes, it is. It's 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 everywhere now. Uh, so interestingly, um, I'm still hearing a lot of feedback on this. A lot of people are saying that they're not getting accurate counts on their mileage. So if like, let's say they go for a ride and they might do... 80 miles, only mm-hmm. like 56 miles of it gets counted. Huh. Uh, I saw one person post and I and I say I saw one person post it because I have not tested this on my own at all. But supposedly, if you turn the crown of your Apple watch the other direction, it will be more accurate. So turn it in toward mm-hmm. your wrist instead of out. Again, I have no idea that that is true, not true. And I've heard people say that uh, it differs from their Garmin. Uh, some people say it works great on their uh, walks, but not great on their runs. Excuse me, not on their, their rides outdoors. So I'm just hearing like a lot of different opinions about how well it works, which is a little concerning because that all came after the beta was over. And people are hoping that they will continue to see things like maybe they're going to get back rather being able to see your average pace on your watch. Uh, And hopefully there will be a time that you can just start to just work out from your watch and not even have to take your phone. I say that is probably asking a bit much. (laughs) And then, of course, the Android users would like it. So (laughs) they would just like something. Been there, guys. Been there. I have to say I don't miss the waiting. Yeah. I don't miss I get the that. waiting. And yeah. I don't miss hearing you wait. complain about the waiting. <laughs> you mean wait? Wait patiently? Uh, oh, when did that occur? <laughs> that's that's new. Uh, that's because I will say this. Unlike just work out, Crystal waiting patiently, still in beta. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll ever make it out of beta. <laughs> Might even be in gamma. <laughs> It's more like Omicron. (laughs) No, because it's not contagious. (laughs) Zing. So uh, all of the instructors will be rotating on Fridays through July. 
They will. Yeah. So um, as I said earlier, uh, we're going to have every Friday in June and July, there will be people in the studio. So this came from Peloton's invite only that then became everyone filling out the Google Doc because some people just (laughs) had to post it everywhere. So I don't know how many people are going to end up making it because they're still sending out those invites. The final schedule that has not been established yet. But what I do know is that not all instructors teach on Friday. So for example, Jen Sherman, she never teaches on Friday. Okay. Uh, So what they're going to do is they're going to rotate it through. So like even though Jen Sherman doesn't teach on Fridays, she will get a Friday during between the it'll actually be mid-July. I already know the date. And so mid-July, Jen will be teaching a class on Friday. Now, there's a huge push. Now, we need to know that Jen's men have put in a request. They want to be they want to be the first to open up her class. And I have heard I have heard yes. there is serious consideration about that actually happening. That would be wonderful. Now, if I were to get an invite to that, I would not be upset. I'm just saying, just saying I could report it, Jensmen. So if you wanted to, if you get invited and you wanted to make that happen, I'm oh, your girl. Look at that. Uh, but at any rate, in all seriousness, all the instructors are going to get this. So whether it is, whether they do yoga, whether they do running, whether they do strength, everybody's going to get a chance between now and the end of July. After that, then we will see the studio opening up. And that's when we're going to go to that schedule of Friday through Sunday. There will be classes, no classes the rest of the week that include people People. live in the studio. Gotcha. So that is that. And then we should also say that the studio was closed on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. And uh, I guess the instructors were saying it's all due to renovations. Like I've had so many people ask this question. I keep saying they're getting ready for people and everyone's like, but that doesn't make sense because they already got rid of people. They're removing all the rowers they had installed (laughs) because it's been canceled. Yeah, I, I can't help but wonder in all seriousness if they're starting to bring that in. And so my thought on the rower is that going back, I I should have said this earlier when John was on, but my thought about the rower is that they have created some new marketing. And so it it would not shock me in all seriousness if they're going to push this out in the middle of this soft opening. And so I don't know. We'll see. But renovations are happening nonetheless. And that was New York studio only. Gotcha. So uh, Bob Tremor uh, had an interesting find. He did. Yeah. He's always uh, digging around over on LinkedIn, uh, seeing who's who's doing what. So you guys might remember a while back that Latitude 32, a bunch of employees moved from Latitude 32 over to Peloton and Peloton basically acquired them. Well, that has been reversed, apparently. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like now, if you look at their LinkedIn, they were at Peloton up until February or April. Uh, no, I think it was February of this year. And now it says that they're back at Latitude 32. So how does that work? If Peloton acquired Latitude 32, then wouldn't it just be gone, like absorbed into Peloton? Like, I mean, apparently not because they're back at Latitude yeah, like, 32. These are good questions. Like, I, it's, like if all, like somebody, I like, I just don't understand this a version of events where somebody would be like, well, I'm back at Precore. Yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. So I don't know if they were truly like acquired or right. if it was just like you come work for us and it was more of a contracting thing. Like there, there's a lot of questions. It's not like we saw the deal that was sure. made. Totally. Um, so I, I don't know. And and let me just say that Bob Tremor used the word acquisition 
I am not saying that he was wrong in using that word. Right. I'm saying I don't know what it was based on. Especially because if it was contracting, like they actually changed their LinkedIn. They didn't say I'm working on a project. It right? said I have this job title at Peloton. That's not a contractor, it, right? It's, it's not. Yeah. And they were and they were vice. They were principal engineering uh, director and vice president um, all at Peloton. And then now they're back over. We've got a vice president over at Latitude 32, different vice president than who was over at Peloton. And then some kind of just engineering. And then the other one says president. So I don't know. Huh? I can't answer these questions. Yeah, it's I'm just, just reporting what I know. It is interesting to try and figure out what all that means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peloton Artist Collaboration. Well, we make lots of jokes about the artist series being featuring people we've never heard of. And this time it features somebody I've heard of, but I'm like, doesn't seem like she would be super conducive to cardio. But uh, <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Uh, yes. Yes. Now, now that is funny that you say that because there is yoga and Makes there sense. is bike and there is strength. Um, so I don't know what the bike will look like. I'm kind of curious about yeah. that myself. But, you know, um, I have heard so many mixed thoughts. Obviously, any artist you bring in, there's going to be positive. There's going to oh, be sure. negative. And she's always been very divisive. I get that. She's, I mean, for she's also timeless. Like, yeah, just, yeah, I was going to say, just to be clear, she's a straight up legend, right? Like, so absolutely. like, but, you cannot argue that but there are certainly people that cannot stand her. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's, I feel I feel weird saying this because I know who she is, but I don't really know her music. Like if you, I heard it, I would, would know it. I could play lots of songs for you that you would know, but I don't. I don't listen to her music. Right, you totally. You know, it's, not- and she's, it's interesting that for such a major artist, there there is really no like commercial radio format that plays her music. I, I think that's what I'm kind of struggling with. It's yeah. like, I know that her music exists. I, I don't dislike her music. I just can't be like, oh, I love that song. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't I don't have any feelings like that. But a lot of people do. And like you said, legend. So yeah. I'm a little upset that we don't get a boxing class because who can forget the cinematic classic, the main event with the disco song to match like there needs to be a Barbara Streisand boxing class that just plays the main event over and over for the entirety of the class there. I've said it. Would you take that class? Hell no. Okay. Yeah. But the class needs to exist. Okay. The world would be a better place if that class existed. Well, Barbara Streisand, Ryan O'Neill, 1979, I think. <laughs> the main event. <laughs> it's this. It's the plot of, of what ends up being. It ends up being the plot of Moonlighting. She's this rich business owner who completely. I think her manager steals all her money, and all she has left is she owns a boxing studio. And then it turns out she actually owns the boxer. She has his contract, and so she makes this guy who's not ready to box go back into boxing, and she's the manager. And hilarity. Allegedly ensues So yeah uh, there's your film Information <laughs> for this week And I didn't know any of that yeah, so how about that Clip out Joining us once again via the magic of Zoom tube it's Angelo from MetPro Here to answer all of your nutrition Questions hello hi Hey guys thanks for having Me back thanks for being back uh, <laughs> This one I Can totally relate with uh, this Is from Heather Michelle and She says her downfall is late Night snacking right before bed Sad face <laughs> <laughs> Michelle you said Michelle right it's Heather Michelle <laughs> Heather Heather Michelle okay Heather Michelle I'm gonna let you in on a secret That's almost everyone's Downfall <laughs> <laughs> 
almost everyone. So there are some weirdos out there that are like, no, I have no compulsion to eat after dinner or late night whatsoever. But not most of us. Yeah. <laughs> most of us like we're conditioned, you know, we're conditioned a, a, a day of hard work and stress and dealing with stuff. And we finally get to just turn off for the evening and relax and wind down with what we want to do. And that experience of winding down is heightened by the pleasurable experience of snacking. So it's, you know, it, it's common. <laughs> Ring any bells. You're like going, yep, that's yeah. right. That's <laughs> so there, there are, I, I, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a series of practical steps that you can take to help curb that. You may not eliminate it entirely, but you definitely can help curb that. Now, if you were working with one of our coaches, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to be like, okay, what'd you eat during the day? Did you get your assigned meals? So right out of the gate, we stack the deck. Our clients tend to have less issues at night just organically because we are pushing more food volume through them during the day just by having a cadence. We have a routine. We have a breakfast. We have a lunch. We have snacks that are determined in advance. We know what we're getting out of this. And if your goal is weight loss, they've been balanced and managed. So that way we're seeing that progress we, we want. The uh, American culture, the American diet is, we all know it's weighted back end of the day, but most people don't realize how weighted it has become. It is not unusual to find individuals who consume 75 to 80% of their calories after 5 p.m. What? It does happen. That's not the average, but you know, there are those people that just wake up and they're running. You know, they don't eat breakfast. Their first meal of the day is lunch and they're basically just snacking at their, at their office and they're just running straight through their day and they don't real. And then what happens is then they have dinner and they just kind of nibble after dinner until they go to bed. It, it happens. And then, and I'll tell you, a lot of people that are kind of doing some of the uh, intermittent fasting inadvertently slide into that category where they get themselves used to not eating the first half of the day. And then pretty soon it's easy to just kind of miss lunch. And then it's just nibbling from four to 10 or 11 PM. And usually that does not provide the outcome you desire. <laughs> <laughs> just being conscious of it. Try and get the bulk of your food pushed earlier in the day and a little emphasis on carbs earlier in the day, more protein, fats and vegetable carbs later in the day is really going to do good. But don't skimp at dinner, leaving yourself hungry. If you're satisfied, you're not going to have as many cravings at night. Now, you're not going to have as many I didn't say you're not going to have any. And the reason is chocolate still tastes good. Yeah. And that happens no matter what the environment. But we have all had that experience of electricity where you're just walking down the road and all of a sudden, bam, get sugar, get sugar, get sugar, get sugar. <laughs> you know, you get that craving. That is largely negated when your blood sugar is stable and you're eating balanced meals throughout the day, your timing is solid and balanced throughout the day, and you're evenly distributed. That is largely taken off the table. That in itself will be huge. Now let's go to the psychological aspect. 
psychological aspect of evening snacking is usually not because Johnny is hungry, because Susie is hungry. It's usually because that is our wind down time and psychological, we wanna snack on something because it's a habit and it's enjoyable. If that describes you, Heather, snack on something, prepare in advance that you're gonna have the munchies in the evening and snack on something that isn't going to directly undermine your efforts. So one of the things my wife and I do is we will regularly do the Costco veggie tray and just keep that in the house some people just have their favorites they have and i'm i'm a, I'm a big um proponent of uh crunchy items so i mean i i like any veggies that are crunchy and i have a whole uh, rack of low calorie dressings to fit every mood of the day <laughs> so i can grab and have my crunchy veggie in whatever you know whatever um dressing i like to dip it in and i know i'm in the good other things that you can do if you are actually hungry is go to protein at dinner. One of the first things we'll ask our clients to do is have an extra meal or snack of the protein and vegetables that you had at dinner. Go back for seconds, skip the carb, have extra protein and veggies. And then if you do want something sweet or you do want something savory, there's a few low calorie recipes out there. And, you know, I, we don't need to spend a lot of time on this because the Google has an infinite supply. But things like berries, you can chill berries in the freezer, put a little stevia on it to sweeten it up. And it's actually really good. You can do a concoction where you can do some uh, some Greek yogurt combined with uh, strawberries and a little bit of truvia or stevia and put it in the blender, put it in the freezer and chill. Um, you can do uh, your, oh, I like frozen grapes. That's a great thing to do. Uh, if I want something savory, you can do sliced apples, put a little bit of low fat mozzarella on it, bake it in the oven for about 10, eight to 10 minutes till the cheese melts, put a little garlic powder on it. Uh, there's 101. You can do uh, roll-ups. You know how you get that hors d'oeuvre when you eat out where they take uh, ham or turkey and they roll it up with cream cheese and a pepperoncini with a toothpick? Do that with cottage cheese instead of cream cheese. You'll be surprised. The texture, It's you'll hardly be able to taste the difference in those small quantities. You can make yourself something like that. Find your own rhythm of healthy snacks in the evening. <clears throat> and for goodness sake, if I give you one piece of advice, throw the temptations out. Yes. If it's in your house, you're going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. I, I have temptations also. That the whole Oreo cookie thing, I don't, you know, so we'll have two cookies. No, I eat them by the sleeve <laughs> if they're in my house. So that they have to just be gone. They cannot be in my house. Because I have found that very rarely will at 930 at night, I put on my coat, grab my keys and drive to the store to get cookies. I have done that. I have done that. But I won't do that for no. medicine. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be fine in the morning. <laughs> I can survive one more. Yes. Night. More often than not. If you open your fridge and the temptation is not there, you're going to be more satisfied with healthy options that are there. So the time to plan for it is not wait and figure it out when the craving hits, because then it's too late. and You're going to have whatever's quick, easy and and probably high calorie and fattening. Let's be honest. 
But if you go to the grocery store next and you make a line item in your grocery list and say, I'm going to grab healthy snacks for at night to snack on and you don't grab the junk food, what you will find is that nine out of 10 times you're going to grab something a little bit better. And if you had a satisfying dinner, you're going to eat a little bit less at night because you're not hungry. And if you've had snacks throughout the day, you're not going to get cravings as strongly. And so that's all going to add up to progress with the late night snacking. Excellent. And coming up next week, how to resist the temptations of Instacart. (laughs) (laughs) What would we do without Tom? I think the delivery fees. All of life's big problems. The delivery fee should be enough to. (laughs) Not if you want that chocolate. (laughs) Is there a story you'd like to share? Not while my coach is here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, thank you for joining us. We will now show you to the door. And uh, if people would like fitness and nutrition information tailored for them to help them reach their fitness goals, where can they find you? Yes, metpro.co slash TCO. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. So Stephanie Land is a uh, Peloton user and the creator of Made. She wrote the book that is now a hit show on Netflix. Yeah. And? And her show is a contender for Emmy of the Year. How exciting is that? Very exciting. Congrats to Stephanie Land and everyone who worked on the series. And I got to say, I have read the book and I've watched the the show I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I could identify with a lot of these scenes, a lot of the things that she went through. Yeah. Yeah. It's she did a great job of making it real. And the TV show, you know, whenever they made it into a show, they did a great job of keeping the gist of the book and what the story that she was trying to tell in a in that format. Like, I thought they did a really good job of moving it to a television series. Oh, that's awesome. That is not one we watch together, so I have not seen that. Show. I got tired of waiting for you. Yes. Sorry. It happens. It does. But really good. I highly suggest everyone watch it. Other Connected Fitness. So Tonal announced that they're opening up a New York studio. I am so freaking excited about this. I cannot even contain myself. Now, for those of you wondering, no, you cannot take classes in the Tonal Studio. I have already asked. I have already <laughs> been told no. Um, but there are five brand new coaches. Coach Woody moved from L.A. to New York to open up the studio. Uh, and there will also be five brand new uh, coaches. Tanasha Renee, Joe Radonis, Ash Wilking, Tim Landicho and Christina Centari. Centenari. I apologize for anyone's name I said <laughs> wrong because I probably trashed all of them. Um, but how exciting. This means they're going to be teaching more live classes. And they came out with the live class schedule, Tom. Yeah. And it's like all week long, four classes in the morning from the East Coast every day, four classes from the West Coast every day. There are a total of 32 live classes every single week. Wow. Stoked. I'm so stoked. This is going to be great. Awesome. Yay, Tonal. <laughs> Peloton birthdays. It is a very busy week for birthdays. Ah, yes. Tell us all about the birthdays, Tom. So uh, we missed one because we didn't have her yet because she's relatively new. But on June 15th uh, was Jocelyn Thompson Rule's birthday. 
I love her. She is just a joy. And then uh, coming up next week, so you can be prepared to say happy birthday to these people. On June 22nd, Selena Samuela is celebrating a birthday. And then on June 23rd, they have to share a day. Andy Spears and Dennis Morton are both celebrating their birthday. So you can mark all of that on your calendars because I have. Well, check, check, check. Yeah. Happy birthday to Jocelyn, Selena and Andy. And don't forget, Dennis, you know, July or June is a busy month, but. August is the big month. So is get it? ready. That's because that's your birthday. That's no, it's the big month because there are so many Leos in the Peloton universe. There's ah, so many, like so you. many people. Yeah, like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Marcy Rosenstein. Hey, Marcy, how's it going? Hi. Good. Hi. <laughs> so we have you on for a couple of reasons. We are going to get to hear your very first impression of being back in Peloton Studios, New York, the new one. You were in the very first live class that opened up. So we definitely want to talk to you about that. And then we're also going to hear all about your Peloton journey, how it's gone for you throughout the years. So if you don't mind, let's start with yesterday because it was just yesterday that you did it. How did it, it tell us all it of was. the things? How did this come to be? <laughs> so I will take Robin's word and say it came with some hustle. Um, <laughs> My husband works for NJ.com. He uh, is a managing producer in the sports department. I'm constantly giving him story ideas, but never for news, never for sports, always for news, which he kind of poo-poos. <laughs> but so I finally said, I have, a, I have a sports story. I have a sports story. So I'd seen that, you know, that Peloton was inviting members of the press for this opening. Um, and I said, you know, I, I should go, I should go. And he said, that is not a sports story. <laughs> so we argued about that a little bit enough that he brought it to the features editor. Um, and they shockingly agreed to let me cover it. For them. I think uh, first off, uh, you're phrasing that wrong. You, you won. Yeah. That's you what you did, need to say. You did win. You won that <laughs> he battle. Took it to I, I always editor. win, Tom. <laughs> What's that? She said I she... always win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to arguments with my husband. <laughs> He took it to the features editor and lost. <laughs> features editor no, he, said honestly, yes. He was really thrilled for me. He was very happy for me to get to do this. So I will say that I owe him big. <laughs> I do owe him big. And so that's how, you know, so he sent an email and they said that there was still space. So I was able to attend. So it was great. It was really, it was a really nice day. You know, I had to go in as an impartial reporter mm-hmm. to some extent. And so I had to be prepared, but really there was nothing that jumped out at me that was negative to say it was I will say I felt very old (laughs) their version of the press is not my version of the press Walker Cronkite wasn't sitting on a bike it wasn't like a guy in a fedora (laughs) with a a little cardboard placard that said press on it on bike number four there was one guy with a reporter pad I left mine in my bag because I just it was just too embarrassing. Yeah. So really, it was it was a very young crowd. But it turned out to be a lot of, while I saw it, influencers, and I think I'm sure there were some, it was a lot of staff were in that first class. Which, like Peloton uh, staff, just to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Peloton staff. I think there was a woman to my left who seemed to know like half the room. So I said to her, "Looks good, you know, and so she said, oh, I work. I work for Peloton. That was interesting and unexpected and really nice. I thought they, you know, the girl next to me, I say girl, because again, I felt very old. She said she'd worked for Peloton about two years, and this was her first class. <laughs> That's Obviously, crazy. You know, she, yeah. 
Yeah. So she, you know, they, they, and the energy in the room was, I mean, off the charts. Just, it was amazing. It really was. And Robin, who is one of my favorites and has that, that energy, like it so transfers to home, but in person, I was exhausted. (laughs) Well, your your adrenaline is up when you're in studio and it kind of takes over. So that exhausts you for sure. Yeah, that's that's true. And, you know, you're on the bike for a good 25 minutes prior to the class starting and it's hot. I I was sweating before the class started. Absolutely. Now, I was also... I, I do much better with a warm up, and I was determined to not let these youngins beat me. So, <laughs> you know, I was warming up at like not a crazy pace, but a decent pace. But yeah, it was hot. <laughs> so, why did they have you in though so early? Like when the the old studio, they didn't have you go in so early. Was it because there was like a press event and they had things set up a little differently? You know, I just assumed that it was because it was the first time, and they wanted to make sure. You know, and because it was for so many first time studio riders. Yeah. So, you know, the the woman on the other side of me did not know how to set up, didn't have settings, didn't join. Oh, so, like wh- I, I never, I, yeah, I tried to talk to her. She wasn't super receptive, but she wasn't even on the leaderboard, like didn't log in. At one point, her output was 17. Shots fired. Yeah. She was just coming from a different place than I was. Sure. sure. And that place but, was stationary. No. <laughs> But she was adorable. Heart for sure, though, I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> I am a little competitive. Yes, I think that probably everyone, staff included, was nervous. And so they just wanted to give that extra time to for everyone to get settled. Um, and I was also one of the first people, like when they said you can go in, I was probably you know, sixth or seventh into the room, which then meant I was going to be in the front. So I promptly moved out of line. <laughs> oh, okay. I had no interest. So in they did not assign program. bikes. They didn't say they did go to this. No. But that's interesting. That's very no, interesting. They not only didn't assign them, but they were, they tried to be strict and said, you know, go in the line and follow the line. But once that first row filled up, things sort of fell apart. And then <laughs> a few people went and just took whatever bike they wanted. So then I really did not. I just cared that I wasn't in the front. So I just, took, you know, the next one in line on the second row. So I was pretty much not visible through the class. Which is what about like, um, did they still have people come around and help people get logged in and help them get their settings? Was there somebody doing that? There were a couple of people in the studio. There are 39 bikes. So, yeah, there were a couple of people. And then one of the people next to me had a white shirt. I think she must have taken off a long sleeve shirt that was on the bike. And they came and they um, after to remove it because they said it would be distracting. They gave us each. It's interesting. At first, they said, we're not going to give you towels. And that was in an email prior to attending because of COVID. And then we each had, and then the next email said, you'll get a towel and a water bottle. And um, so I, we did each have one towel. Okay. Okay. I was wondering about that. If you got water, were they the Peloton water bottles, the ones that had the Peloton label on it? They were. Not everyone took them. I had come with my own water and kit because if they were wrong about the water bottles, yeah. <laughs> I need my water. So I come with my own. So I just use that. Other people had, there were a couple of different Peloton water bottles. And then they had that, um, that water in a box. Okay. Which I only saw one person take. I think that would have been really hard to navigate while writing. Yeah. 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 What about the locker room situation? Because so many people haven't been to the new studio. So describe the locker room for us. So it's gorgeous. Um, all great grays, dark grays, you walk. So when you walk in the studio and like what I would call the main entrance, it's the first floor. And then you walk up a few steps 
And then you're on the level with the studios. And then you walk up like a true stairwell. And then the locker rooms are there big, probably, I didn't count, six stalls, as many showers. They had toiletries in there. You know, attached to the wall, shampoo, conditioner, that's the body wash. I did not see if they had towels. Someone actually reached out and asked me. I did not think to look. Um, they did have hair dryers, which I can't say they were Dyson. They looked Dyson style. Sure. And, but it's very sleek, clean, obviously. Yeah. Um, Nobody's been in there yet. It better yeah. be clean. Maybe <laughs> right, dusty. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Someone said, ooh, you used their shoes? I was like, well, they hadn't been used before. Yeah. yeah. You were never going to use their shoes. That's this the perfect was the time. class to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But the locker room was impressive. You know, I had been to the old studio actually in February 2020, so right before the shutdown. And that, you know, you felt so crunched. Yeah. This was not like that. The locker room was really big. There were obviously lockers, but then on the first level, there are also lockers. Oh. So if you want to go and cycle and you're like, oh, I'm not going to shout, I'm not going to do anything, you can just put your stuff right there. Oh, I love Um, that. I love that because then you don't have to fight all the people in the bathroom to get to your stuff if you're not going to shower. That's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. And then another interesting thing, outside the bike studio, the floor was cork. Um, So once you have your shoes on, you're only supposed to be like right in front of the studio door. I mean, it's not a tiny area, but so that you're not ruining the floors. Okay, oh, good. That's, that's, that's really smart. Flipping. Yeah. So, so my big question, this is, uh, the, I think, the, the key component, because sometimes oh, dear. when Crystal, what? <laughs> this is a real question. So sometimes when Crystal goes to the studio, I'll tag along. So I think the, the important question here is, how is the waiting area? Oh, that is a good question. <laughs> okay. Tom. Uh, it's great. It's great. So there's, when you walk in that, that main entrance, there is like a small sofa on the left that they're calling another member seating area. But really, if you go up to the locker room level, there's like a, I feel like it was sunken. There's a couch. There's like a little bar where they'll sell juice and coffee and a few bites, I believe. It's really nice. Really nice. Big, open. They have a couple of the bike pluses set up. Like they have like a, a tiny, I was expecting like a showroom. They have a tiny showroom with just a few uh, you know, articles of clothing for sale. But yeah, the sitting area, and they they really stressed that at the end, after the class, Jen Cotter and Adrian and Robin spoke and talked about that they created this, you know, that it's not just about the instructors, and I put this in my article, um, that it's about the community and that this is a place for people to mingle. We were not, at this event, we certainly were not rushed out. I get the sense that they are not going to rush you out, and they purposely put this area away from the studios. So there's not that crush of people. Now that said, there's four studios, not one. Right. So with just two classes at 8 a.m. on Friday, it felt there were a lot of people. It didn't feel crowded, but there were certainly a lot of people. So I, I do think it, that, that there, there will be crowds because I think people will stay. Yeah, you know, yeah. for sure. And hang out for a while. So what about like when you go in and you're you're looking around? I, I'm under the impression you can see like the the control room. Could you see the control room? And what was that like? Yeah. So they say that they have four control rooms. I saw only one. But yeah, you can see that from that member seating area. You know, I come from a TV background. So like, I mean, it's not the ABC News control. Okay. okay. For sure. (laughs) I mean, impressive enough, I took a picture of it. It was (laughs) hard because it's glass, so you're reflecting. But it was a really nice control room. They had, I think, I think eight. I believe there are eight cameras in the bike studio. What the person told me is eight cameras and three like special tracking cameras. 
But then when I questioned her, I said, so there are 11. She sort of wasn't really certain. But I believe that there are eight in the bike studio, which, I mean, that's a lot of That is a lot. There used to be three. So they have really... So did they give any sense? I mean, every... Okay, I I took one of the classes. I actually took the class you were in yesterday. I looked for you. I didn't see you, Marcy, but that doesn't mean much because it's... That was purposeful. Yeah, she was hiding. hiding. She was hiding in the back. (laughs) She's like a little Easter egg. Honestly, my biggest fear is that I'll see myself in a class and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm one of those people who bounce around. (laughs) Speaking of speaking of it was um, okay. I have a question that I want to ask. But before I do that, I have to say that I was okay. really struck by when you're watching the class now, there's nobody direct like when when the camera is dead on the instructor front view, there's nobody directly behind the instructor in the mirror from home. So you can't see there's like there used to be people all the way through there. And so that's what was distracting, right? That was the part that like people kind of got a little weird about. So that has been removed. However, now the stage uh, is U-shaped and the bikes come around the U-shape. And uh, whenever they would go to a side view of Robin, there were people like right next to the stage. And there were a couple of ladies, one of which I'm not trying to call out. I'm not trying to be mean, but she didn't look like she was working real hard. And I thought, is this going to be the new bike seven where everyone tries to get to to get attention? Because it was very well lit and you could see the people very, very well from that particular angle. So I didn't know if, if you noticed that in studio because it's a very different feel. You don't have cameras moving. You, you can't see the cameras in the same way you can when you're in the studio as when you're at home. So I didn't know if you had any thoughts on that. So I I believe the person you're referencing was on the same side of the room as me, which was on Robin's right side. Second. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I, there was person three in that I was very focused on. Because again, I'm focused on the numbers, on the power zone. <laughs> <laughs> and her numbers were fantastic. Okay. So I never looked beyond her and the angle wouldn't have been right for me. I did notice that across the room, however, that that person was really sort of close and lit a bit. In the studio, it's not distracting. I mean, I tend to notice things more like like one woman. I just I think she was a seasoned rider, and boy, I just wanted to go over and get and like say, raise your seat, like you are way too low. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that bothers me. Yeah, I but yeah, I agree that when because I did watch it back a little, I was curious, and I did think, wow, some people are really visible. But I, I did I always felt that way with the old studio. No, too, totally, the people totally. right next to the mirror because you see them twice. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just thought it was different because now it's like now there's people highlighted. I think they were trying to get rid of some of the highlighting and I think then ended up highlighting a different group of people. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, you're right. And they're I mean, they really have smushed the bikes in there. I think they probably could stand to put a few more on the way back. But I guess they think people find that to be, you know, not a great position. Yeah. But I mean, I like. I hit the arm of the woman next to me a oh, couple times. Wow, that's like, real yeah. close. They're, they're close. Oh yeah. yeah. No arm close. no intervals in arms in that classroom then. <laughs> <laughs> Only up, up and Only down, up. Side to side. <laughs> Lots of black eyes coming out of that class. <laughs> so are they still doing a photo op with the instructor? Did you get a chance to do that? Did and if they so, are. did you feel like that was because it was the first class, or do you think that's gonna be something that sticks around? No, I asked. They're going to continue to do that. You know, not like the old days. The, so they've created a photo area. So right outside the bike studio to the left, there's a giant Peloton logo. And 
So it was funny. So the class ends and they, you know, ask you to stay on your bike. And then Robin leaves. And I mean, this is how new the studio is. She started to leave the wrong way. <laughs> she started to go. Like, and she went through that opening that you referenced. And then she started, she like sort of veered right and was going in between two people's bikes. So they kind of redirected her. Um, and then they announced that she'll freshen up for photos while the rest of us. Yeah, you're all dripping. <laughs> you're drowned rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even one of the, uh, the, the employees who was there said to me, oh my gosh, I'm, I look terrible. <laughs> So then once we were allowed to leave our bikes, we went outside and I mean, you know, people lined up like in socks. I mean, people didn't even take the time to put their shoes on. They were in that line. Excuse me. And then Robin came out and he took the photo. So, you know, some people spoke to her. She stood on one. We were informed no touching, um, which, you know, that's. That's That's different. different. That's very different. And I wonder if that's a Robin thing or is that a Peloton thing? You know, I assumed it was a COVID Peloton thing, but I don't know. Plus, um, she freshened up and you didn't. Yuck. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, would she want to touch us? Yeah. So she stood on one side of the logo. Now, there were a couple pictures because then they, oh, this was also different. I, this, I do not know if this is how they'll be doing it, but I assume so. Instead of giving someone your phone, they took the pictures. And then maybe eight hours later, we got a link with all the pictures. Interesting. Pictures. That's like and how so they Robin, do photo feed. Uh, that's how they do meet and greets backstage at concerts. Yeah, that's, that's how, how I they do, do it. At concerts. Is, and then I just send somebody a Dropbox link and I'm like, find your picture. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which makes sense. I mean, it was a lot faster. Yeah, sure. and, exactly. You know, I mean, who wants to touch our, even pre-COVID, who wants to touch everyone's phone? Right. Yeah. But I will say that eight hours later, comment like, Particularly for a press event, yeah, <laughs> where you're trying to get coverage. Yeah, you'd think they'd churn that a little faster. Yeah, yeah. Plus, yeah. I, I think they'll probably, their first day. My guess is they'll churn it faster over time because, it, so like I worth I book concerts for a living and I run the meet and greets, and so a lot of times if they want us to take the photos, that's what I'll do is I'll just take them all on my phone put them on a Dropbox and get everybody's info and then just send it to them. But it's like, I do it as quickly as possible because people will blow you up because they <laughs> Where's want Where's my photo? Where's my photo? Where's my pictures. photo? <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, I churn it as fast as possible so they'll leave me the hell alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. The first photo I saw was actually, I think Robin posted on Instagram, Clinton Peloton posting it. It was a picture of Robin with a guy who had ridden my, I guess I hadn't noticed him in the studio, but she had her arm around him. So I don't, he, he was maybe an employee that she knew. That was, excuse me, just my guess. But, you know, when I went up, I just said hi and stood on one side of the P and I was done. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I really, I had, you know, I was disappointed. I thought the way it had sort of been pitched to the press was a, to me, a meet and greet meant I was going to be able to ask a couple of questions. And at that point, I, my story was turning through my head and I realized, oh, there's no way that I'm going to be able to like talk to her for a couple of minutes and get anything for the story. So my focus was sort of like I was not really there for my personal photo. I get that. Right. I I took it, but that wasn't my goal. So, yeah. Sure. I wonder if they sat on them purposefully. So everybody got them at the same time. So they got the social media engagement out of it. Like it gave them a head start and they would get the traction on that, that meet and greet picture. And then everyone else can post theirs later. I don't know. Just a thought. It's possible. I mean, I will say that the one thing I thought they did wrong. And again, coming from a more traditional press background was they did not, there was no formal person free to ask questions and quote. Uh, and 
you know, I would ask questions and they would answer, but then I couldn't get a name or, or, a, you know, um, I couldn't quote them. They would say, oh, well, I'll get you in touch. I know who you are. I'll get you, you know, I'll email you. And then they said they had a fact sheet, so they would email. And it was like six hours. Like I had already written, posted my story and was on the train home mm-hmm. before I got any of those emails. Yeah, that's fresh. Yeah, which, and it was okay. I had enough. I was able to do it. But I just thought, well, gosh, if they need a media consultant, I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really thought that they would have wanted Instagram and post immediately like that and so not having those pictures I mean that was not what I was there to do I'm like I'm an Instagram novice but I really that that was surprising to me for sure yeah I get that yeah Tom do you have anything else about the studio I was just curious was there any one thing that surprised you about the the whole experience that we haven't talked about no I know I mean you know you've seen you've been riding in that studio for a couple years yeah most of the like the interior I mean, I expected, you know what, it's like, <laughs> I did not see any pops of red. Like everything, like from an aesthetic standpoint, everything was gray and black, which you would have expected. I mean, that's, that's the look now, but, you know, Peloton has that red pop. It's right. Like, yeah. like, and there was no, there were no red pops, at, like anywhere. And the other thing that surprised me is that the bikes are not bike pluses in the studio. That is interesting. I was about mm-hmm. to ask that actually. Was the, So did they have the smaller display on the bike then since they weren't the bike plus? Was it the, the old, the like the old small display or like that used to be in the old studio? You know, the one that was like this big <laughs> or was it like your home display? No, it's not like the home display and it's definite, but it's new. Okay. So it had your, you know, your three metrics, but then on the right, it showed the studio leaderboard, the in-studio leaderboard. And then... You know, they told me that it showed the whole leaderboard. I never noticed that. I wasn't looking. My little high five thing lit up. So I pushed that and you can high five in studio riders. Oh, that's um, fun. <laughs> that's that so neat. fun. Yeah. I was much too focused on riding. <laughs> so yeah, totally. I think I did like two return high fives and, and it was, I like to see this. I'm a, I'm very leaderboard driven. So I had to see the leaderboard. So to see the high fives, you couldn't see the leaderboard. So I touched it maybe twice the whole ride and went back to the leaderboard. But yeah, so that was nice. Just someone who is a big high five where you absolutely, and I mean, there were a lot. Now I'm a, I'm, I do hardcore sometimes. And so I'm a member of that group. So I did see a lot of people posting a lot of hardcore members won the ride. They were high fiving like crazy. So I'm assuming that a lot of them were those. But they also said a lot of people said instructors were high fiving during this ride. Callie was one. Can't remember the others, but so you know, I'm just assuming that all the instructors high fiving as well. That's <laughs> I'm sure that was it. What, I'm sure. what about the other studios? Like, was it clear that this was the cycling studio? What I mean by that was like, was did it say cycling studio on the outside or was it like, did it, was there some kind of indication? I picture a television studio or a radio studio where it's like in use and then it like, there's a big lit up sign. And since there's a strength studio, a yoga studio, a cycling studio, a running studio, could you tell easily from the outside, which was which, or did they have to direct you? Yeah, they have to direct you. There's okay. nothing indicating. And the first studio is cycling. The, the last studio is tread. But then the other two, they said, are strength and yoga. So they're combining. And they also told me, I don't know if you knew this, if this is breaking news, that no boot camp, no live boot camp, no in-person live boot camp classes. Interesting. Probably because they don't want to have the weights and the equipment in the same place. 
Yeah, I mean, the bike studio, there's there's no room not do it. No. And the tread studio, while a little emptier, I also think would be challenging. That makes sense to me, actually. Plus, yeah, there's too much distracting. Yeah, all those people swinging weights around. I could see something yeah. bad happening there. That just seems like an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And I don't know about, I mean, I do the boot camp. I am never on my mat on time. Like, <laughs> I think that was probably a smart decision. Yeah, I agree. I, I was agree. thinking the same thing, just the the movement back and forth of of, a, yeah. of an entire class of people would probably just look like a hot mess on screen. Yeah. So, Marcy, let's switch gears a little bit. Now, when did you join Peloton? I joined in 2018. Okay, so it's been a while. It's oh, yeah. been a while. Yeah. And and were you always a fitness person? Yeah, certainly for the past 17 years, I've been, like, I don't miss, I don't miss a week. Wow. Um, I'm pretty devoted. I've been spinning for about that length of time. I actually, I got into five sound Peloton. I know that's your next question. Um, <laughs> Marcy's my, a listener. Um, yes. A listener. You don't even need my me. <laughs> I'll bring up chicken nuggets. There you go. <laughs> chicken nuggets and a d- joke and then you're good. Yeah, I'm out. No, you're not getting me on that one. On that one, just the chicken nuggets. Uh, <laughs> my favorite spin instructor Ended up, I ended up using her for personal training and she got the bike in uh, probably 2017 and tried to talk. She was like, Oh, you'll love it. You love it. And I went, I was somewhere that had a, uh, that had a store. So I tried it out. I hated it. What? I hated it. It was, what? I, I hate riding out of the saddle. Always have. Oh, okay. Not my thing. And when I was out of the saddle, it was just so smooth. For me now, I will say the person in the showroom was not helping me out, so I probably didn't have enough resistance on. But I just said, "Oh no, not for me," <laughs> and I left. And then and a few weeks later, I was like, "I'm being silly," and I just ordered it. <laughs> like I'm just gonna, I'm all in. You know, I knew like I pretty self motivated. I had a treadmill. I did strength in my basement. Like I knew that I would use it if I had it. Um, and I was getting. I belonged to the same gym for quite a while and I was kind of they were changing their pricing structure and I was just getting annoyed with the classes and and my kids were getting older so I'd bring them to school and then I'd have to like wait for a while to get to the class or to get to the class I'd want to I'd have to like throw them out the door and run and so so I thought you know what I I think I like making my own schedule and I was immediately addicted it was yeah the right choice for me I think it's fascinating that your spin instructor got you to buy one like that's like seems remarkably short-sighted on her point her part that's like it's like your drug counselor selling you heroin like yeah a little bit a little bit but she was more my friend and and my trainer so she knew like she knew I would use it and she really she just found that the classes were she just really thought you know, she said, look, they're better instructors than I am. Like she, which I would disagree with. I, I mean, is she the different energy? She's, um, I mean, she's, she's older than me by 10 years. So she's, 
she's probably she's in her sixties now, I would say, but you know, you never know it. She's in fantastic shape. But she yeah, she I, I agree. I I did think it was funny and I did stop going to her class. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that good at friends. <laughs> but they ride together on Peloton. <laughs> but I kept up my training with her. Okay. So I okay. okay. See her. Yeah. Yeah, until COVID, then then it stopped. But we we do keep in touch. But yeah, but I quickly would come and I would come for my training session. I would be like, well, did you do this class? And, oh, I like this person. And like, and I quickly surpassed her with my interest in the instructor. <laughs> Speaking of, do you have a favorite instructor, Peloton instructor? I have a bunch. I really, I really do. I I use almost. I have a few I don't click with. Okay. Um, but I really like. I love Justin, Maddie Majacmo. Uh, Matt Wilfers, I love his training style, not the music. Um, <laughs> we get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm like most, I am not particularly music driven. I do a lot of classes where I don't care for the music or I'll walk out and I couldn't even tell you a single song. That yeah, I that's how I am. I am too. I'm saying yeah. I don't, I don't even notice. <laughs> yeah. Although I am a big Broadway dork. And so I love now that they are doing a lot of broad, I do do all the Broadway anything that they offer. I yeah. do do that. Yeah. For strength. I mean, I've done Andy Spears, like his two programs. I, I try a lot of the programs. I mix it up a lot. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, will I got say, the tread a few months ago. You did get the tread? I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. to take, uh, do you like 80s music, Mercy? Yeah. You have to take, you have to take the 20 minute run, 80s rock run with Susie Chan. It was so good. Now, I'm not usually a big fan of 20 minutes, but I'm recovering from COVID. So I had to kind of ease back into the running. And I wanted something that would be really motivating. And it is so, so good. 20 minute rock run from it's like just the last couple of weeks. Susie Chan. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) (laughs) Taking notes. It's because you're a journalist. She's got that press (laughs) notebook out now. (laughs) Or it's because I have a bad memory. <laughs> it doesn't have to be either or. That's right. <laughs> so what is your yeah. leaderboard name? It's Rosenshine. Nice. I have my last name. I love it. I love I it. Love That's it. great. <laughs> and I've tried to change it over the years. I came up with one. It was too long. And then I was like, I have been a member for so long that to change it now, it's just too late. <laughs> and speaking of being a member for so long, what advice would you give to people just starting their journey? You know, I see so many people saying, you know, who's the best instructor and this and that. And actually, my friend down the street just bought the bike and she posted on her personal page, like, who's the best instructor? And I just people recommend, you know, I'm this is someone I've been friends with for a million years. And I was like, okay, ignore what everyone else said. You're going to love Christine. Like, you have to find the one that's right for your personality and, you know, when you ask and you get 700 different opinions, it's because, it's because there is no best instructor. So I tell any new person who asks um, to take the all-for-one rides and runs and strengths. And, and it's such a nice intro to give you a sense of the different people. And you might find right off the bat, like, oh, that person is not my style. <laughs> or, oh, that person really, like, there's something about them that spoke to me. So. And that's always because my favorite's not your favorite. Because then there's reasons for that. That's like when people ask what running shoes to wear. I'm oh, like, oh, get fitted. Like, yes, go to a like, store. Do not yeah, take my advice. Drives me crazy. Same. Well, I think the all for one class, that's a really good idea. That's yeah. like a little sampler platter. It's it like is. speed dating for. <laughs> 
Peloton yeah. instructors. <laughs> yeah. I wish they did them more. Like, I think people love seeing the different instructors and the two for ones are great. And I really wish, I'm sure it's hard for them to coordinate. Although editing is a lovely thing. And, you know, I think it's, it's such a nice introduction, particularly now with so many instructors. I mean, with the exception of a couple of the German ones, I've used every single instructor. That was my goal for this year. I printed out the chart. And, and you know, even the ones I don't like it, or I don't click with, it's nice to just, you know, so it's different for 20 minutes and move on. Like, yep. I, I just think there's value to that. I agree. Absolutely. Well, Marcy, thank you so much for joining us. Before we let you go, let everybody know where they can find you if you would like to be found. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> Way to sell it. Yeah, you sold that, Marcy. I'm following you right push now. Push your article. Push, push, push your, your article. article. <laughs> okay, yeah. I do click on my article, please. Maybe that will convince NJ.com to put me on a couple more stories. It's My Instagram is rosenshine.pello. I have exactly one post. It's my article. <laughs> um, I don't post my workouts or anything like that, but... Um, maybe I'll start to post more if I have more than the three followers that I currently have. Uh, and I'm all over the Instagram groups. I'm sorry, the Facebook groups. I don't post a ton, but I, I comment. I like. I'm in way too many groups. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and giving us the inside scoop on what the uh, first class post-COVID was like at Peloton. Yeah. Thank you so much, Marcy. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Uh, until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, where you can get all of these episodes completely ad-free for just five bucks a month patreon.com slash the clip out so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep battling and running and running